0: Production support for Soundbites is made possible by listeners and by Coffee by Design, growing a business committed to community and sustainability locally and worldwide. Coffeebydesign.com. Welcome to Soundbites, true stories told by local Mainers and nationally recognized storytellers. The themes are always changing, and the hosts are from all over the nation, but when you hear the name Soundbites, you're in for a unique storytelling experience. SoundBites is brought to you by Frontier Studios and made possible by the generous contributions of Allagash Brewing Company, Frontier, The Press Hotel, Toad & Co, and by the listeners of Maine Public Radio. This week's stories were told live at Frontier in Brunswick where the event's dedicated theme was schooled. Here's today's host, Chicago-based storyteller and host of Shannon Kaysen's homemade stories, Mr. Shannon Kaysen. Dig deep, super huge welcome for Shannon Kaysen.
1: I'm from Detroit, Michigan, and my dad loves Cadillacs. He loved them so much that as a kid, I would watch him make vision boards with cut out pictures from magazines of Cadillacs. He would wear t-shirts with Cadillac on it and hats with the Cadillac emblem on it. He told me Cadillac was the most Detroit automobile, because he said the man, Cadillac, he said it was an actual man. Cadillac founded Detroit. So he was so proud when he was able to get a Cadillac And I was so proud of him, too, driving around town in it. And as a son, you're just happy to see your dad happy. Then something happened, and he blamed it on this guy named Reagan and his thing called Reaganomics. (laughs) And two men came in a tow truck and took the Cadillac. In the Toyota we would drive around Detroit would leak at the sunroof on rainy days. But my dad still really loved Cadillacs. I was with him when he found another one that he was going to buy. I remember he pulled the Toyota into this big parking lot, and he got out of the car, and he was looking at it. And I got out of the car to see it, too, and it was, it was big like the other one that he had. And it was, it was black like the other one he had, but it had rust all over it, and it had chrome wheels and gold trim and all this other stuff on it. And I remember my first thought to my mind, I was like, man, this thing looks tacky. But my dad was so excited about it. He was walking around looking at it. He was telling me all the things that he was going to do to it. I'm going to put this, that, this, that. uh, And, you know, excitement and enthusiasm is contagious, especially when you see your dad enthusiastic. So I started getting enthusiastic, too. And I said, he told me it's a limousine. You know, he was just telling me all the stuff. And I said, man, this limo is fresh. (laughs) I never should have said that. Eighth grade graduation. It wasn't the highlight of my scholistic career, but being that I went to a high school with about a 50% dropout rate, it was a big deal to about 50% of the students at the school. So so kids were talking about, for eighth grade graduation, they were talking about uh, getting suits, brand new suits, and boyfriend and girlfriend were talking about wearing the same colors to the graduation. People were talking about renting limos. I had came home from playing basketball one day, and I went in the house, because that's all I ever did was play basketball all the time. I come in the house, and my sister said, "Uh, Daddy said to beep him." So I went into the kitchen phone. You know the error about the beepers in the kitchen phones, right? So I went into the kitchen phone, called my dad, beep, 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 and told him to call me back, and 10 minutes later, he calls back. Yeah, man, Uh, your mama told me your eighth grade graduation coming up. I know how much you love the limo. <laughs> I'm gonna take you, I'm gonna let you high post like, like your dad and uh, I'm gonna take you to the graduation in the limo. <laughs> and then he got off the phone. I was mortified. I did not want, he had, by that time, he had did all the stuff that he said he was gonna do to it. I did not want to ride in that Bishop Don Juan, Superfly, Dolomite Mobile. I didn't want to see nowhere near it. You know, like, It's like this. I was an understated Boy Scout. I was good in school. I, I, I played basketball. I was a virgin, of course. I could imagine getting out of that limo with all my friends and classmates looking at me like, you look like one of your dad's hoes getting out of that limousine. <laughs> but this is Detroit. This is my dad's dream Cadillac. I, I, didn't had a, I, didn't, I didn't have enough to tell my dad that I can't ride in your, your, your tacky-looking Cadillac. I, I couldn't tell him that, so I figured, like, I just got to take this one for the team. <laughs> graduation day happened. My mother running around. She's taking Polaroids on I me. Mean, I'm like, mom save it for high school at least or college. This is eighth grade graduation. It's not that big of a deal. I got to get in a, a, a tight suit that I wear to church and to, for Easter Sundays and stuff like that. And, and I'm getting all ready for the. And then my, my sister comes in and says, hey, dad's on the phone. I go into the kitchen phone, grab. Yeah, man, uh, your dad gotta run over to the east side to go pick up this money. I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta go do it. Um, I'm not gonna be able to take you to the graduation in the limo. Just right there with your, with your mama. I'll be there in time to see you do your thing at the graduation. Then he gets off the phone. So I ride to the graduation in my mom's car with my sister. And it's the the most regular car ever. I don't know if you remember the Ford Granada. She had a yellow (laughs) Ford Granada. So we ride to the graduation in the, in, the, in the regular Fort Granada and I get out of the car and at the graduation I see my friends and classmates. Some of them are, 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 are getting out of, out of limousines. Some of them are, are have on uh, matching outfits like their, like their girlfriend and they're doing matching colors. Uh, the people getting out of the limousines. One guy, he had, a, he had on a white suit with a top hat and a cane. <laughs> This Detroit eighth grade graduation, folks. <laughs> and I looked at myself in the reflection of the window of the gymnasium there, and I just I just looked so regular and so normal. So my dad always keeps his word. That's why he told me. So he's gonna be there on time, and he was there on time to see me do the graduation down For eighth grade graduation, we throwing these hats in the air like it's really, you know. But he was there to see it. And at the end of the graduation, we were gonna to go to, to Red Lobsters. I don't know where you go in Maine after a graduation, you know. But in Detroit, you go to Red Lobsters with a S, you know, Red Lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> So we were going, I knew we were going there. But I went down to my dad. And I said, hey dad, I want to ride to Red Lobsters with you. And me and my dad walked out of the gymnasium, all my friends there, and they're with their uh, limos and white suits and 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 girlfriend and boyfriend dressed alike. And me and my dad, and we walked up to that big long Bishop Don Juan, Superfly, <laughs> Willie Willy Dynamite Mobile. And my dad held the door for me, and all my friends and classmates watched. I kind of felt like someone special. Kind of felt that way. Thank you. Shannon Kaysen
0: has told stories all over the country with The Moth, Snap Judgment, and his own podcasts, Homemade Stories, and The Trouble. He's originally from Detroit, and if you want to find out more about him, just go to shannonkaysen.com. Shannon Kaysen! If you want to know more about today's storyteller, well, you're in luck. Let's join our host backstage, now in conversation with today's teller. Um, Shannon, what's your most favorite or least favorite thing
1: about Maine? I love Maine. I've been here a few times now, more than a couple. So you can say a few when you've been here more than a couple. And and I'm going to be honest, I love the food. The seafood is my favorite because I love seafood and everything is fresh and good. And I am i can't wait to... to to eat some food today. <laughs> um, who would you most like to share the stage with? Well, my, I tell stories, so I've been doing this for a while, but my favorite storytellers that, uh, that I guess would work on stage, one of my favorites, I would be scared to share the stage with them, but Jamie Foxx is one of my favorite storytellers. I, I love his energy, I love, but he seems like he would make anybody comfortable, so I would love to work with him. Yeah, Do you listen to yourself after you've told the story? Why
0: or why not? And if
1: so, how soon after? I can't listen to myself right away after I've told a story. I mean, if I kill, yeah, I'll listen. But if I didn't totally kill, I need a few months to pass before I go back and listen to it, and then I can, I listen to it for improvement's sake.
0: Do you feel like you know right after if you've killed like is it a is it a matter of just finishing the story and like if you stuck the land and you feel good about it or throughout it do you feel like oh yeah that was one that i actually killed on
1: well for me it's it's, it's a lot personal i mean it may not even it may not get a standing ovation or anything like that but i just personally i was in the story as i was telling it i wasn't just saying words i was telling from a sense of being in the story and that's the magical part of storytelling for me I like that, Shannon. Um, okay, here's that same
0: question that we posted some of the uh, some of the others. Um, tell us some nugget or detail that is connected to your story, but that won't be in it and didn't make the final cut.
1: Well, one detail in my story, I talk a little bit about basketball, and I went to a school that was one time one of the top basketball schools in the country, basically. But honestly, I wasn't. A very good player on the team. I had just made the cut. I don't say that in the story, but I just squeaked over the cut. <laughs> we'll keep that one between us here. <laughs> and everyone else
0: is listening. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. Appreciate it, man. Soundbites is brought to you by Frontier Studios and made possible by the generous contributions of Allagash Brewing Company, Frontier, The Press Hotel, Toad & Co., and by the listeners of Maine Public Radio. Special thanks also to GWI and Downey's Pension Services. More information about SoundBites, including how to attend a live storytelling event, can be found online at soundbitesme.org. And of course, you can always hear more stories at mainpublic.org. Thanks for listening.